calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. And welcome back to Four Top Threes. Hello. Where... Hi. <laughs> Hi. I'm V. I come from England and I live in Iceland. Hi, V. I'm Aether. I come from Iceland and I live in Iceland. What? What a surprise. <laughs> Mind blown. Hello, I'm Cassie and I'm from Germany. Hi, I'm Neil. Uh, <laughs> I'm from Earth. This pause is intentional. I love I love that we're doing our introductions on the eleventh episode. Yeah, yeah. So this I mean, is the eleventh. We are not uh, like a, a series um, that you need to uh, listen from the first. You can just join in at the eleventh episode because you're like, I want to know what this is about. I mean, if we, are no, we are a not a series, and b we're not serious at all. Because ah. <laughs> that's what I heard. I'm like, yep, that's us. The S word. No, that's not us. No, not us at all. Neil, um, where are you sorry. from? Neil, where are you from? Earth. What? Ah. <laughs> Nailed it. How American. <laughs> Earth has been invaded. They have what? invaded Hollywood and New York and Washington. <laughs> all the spots on Earth that I know. It's all of Earth. Yeah, it's always oh, Big no. Ben. And then it's always the Eiffel Tower. Yeah. Like They're the ones that are always in those like catastrophe, uh, catastrophic like, uh, world-only movies. The, the, the Tokyo Tower. <laughs> Oh, yes, yes. Um, pyramids. Yes. Oh my oh, god. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're the only other places that exist, but they also <laughs> might exist in is it is it Los uh Nevada, wherever it is you guys go to gamble? Um yes. Las Vegas? Uh, Las Vegas, yeah. That's the one, Las Vegas. They always have like the the replicas of all the big monuments there, so it's actually all just America anyway. And if this uh, story involves time travel, of course you have to explain how the Sphinx lost its nose. Oh yes, one hundred fucking percent. That's like uh, if time. you don't fulfill that trope. Yep. <laughs> Wait, you do? 
We are getting so sidetracked. <laughs> so this episode isn't about historic, like monuments of <laughs> different countries. No, not even close. We're in a completely <laughs> different world. What? We are the thing. We are we are talking about multiplayer computer games today or we video games, whether that be Ooh. on the computers, whether that be on on consoles. We are we are not. We're not coming down on console peasants or computer peasants. Like we're not doing that shit. <laughs> one is Whatever right and one is wrong. Board games would have counted. <laughs> I swear, <laughs> if you say Candy Crush, I'm, I'm deleting this podcast. <laughs> Farmville. It's technically multiplayer. I will not discriminate against people who choose to mobile game because sometimes people need that. However, I am not personally one of those, and I don't know how you multiplayer on a mobile phone. Please don't tweet at me. I don't care. Right. <laughs> so let us start with... See, everyone is arranged in a slightly different order because we're using a different system today. And um, I'm not going to start with me. I normally start with the top right and that's me today. So I'm going to start with the bottom left with Kessie. <gasps> Hello. Hi. So uh, my third on my uh, list is Ragnarok Online, which was the first uh, um, multiplayer uh, online game I ever played. That's the one that's like really sprite heavy. It's yes. 2D. Yeah. Yes, the, the characters were 2D and the um the environment was 3D. Mm-hmm. Uh and as I said it was the first one I ever played. I think I was 11 or 12 when I started playing it. Um uh, I, I really liked that it was it like because of the sprite heavy thing it was very simplistic, but mm-hmm. it was also very effective. Like it had like a lot of um many possibilities in it uh to, to for for the programmers to like focus not on modeling the 3D stuff but just completely focus on um gameplay and uh programming that shit and stuff like that so they, there were a lot of very funny uh things that happened uh or that you were able to do which was unusual for me because i i don't think if i played any other mmos before that i think it was genuinely the first one i think unless you'd come something like i don't know harbor hotel or whatever yes Ooh, <laughs> harbor hotel cassie oh, high five cassie, you can't <laughs> just steal my number one like that no. cassie. do you know how many americans have no idea what harbor hotel is no one knows what it is here and i'm just like That's- do y'all remember this and everyone's like what, what the that's, fuck that's how i learned what the fuck asl meant i like what the yeah. fuck is ASL? Why is nobody telling me? I used stuff like, because we had dial-up at that point, like, like I had all that shit going on. And then it was Hyper Hotel. My dad understood. I like, asked, like, why are you spending so much time on the internet? <laughs> I'm just moving characters around talking to I people. I was just trying to do a Fernie trade here. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to earn enough money to buy, like, a chair for my room. Yeah. Um, <laughs> There's some nice chairs. Uh, yeah, you can join their I, club uh, and get Ragnarok special Ragnarok Online, I played Hyper Hotel. Uh, so that was like an upgrade for me because it was basically also as most MMO uh, tend to be like a chat room where you can physically mm-hmm. walk yeah. around in a 3D space. Yeah, it was but this cool. Way, this one you also had cool. role playing. <laughs> uh, and I'm, I don't mean like uh, Harbour Hotel kind of role playing. But <laughs> <laughs> That's more like a motel you pay per hour rather than a... <laughs> uh, but yeah. But, so so that, what's the point favorite. of Ragnarok? Like, like I've seen pictures of it, but I've never seen anybody actually play it. I've never seen a video of it being played. <laughs> is it a platformer? Is it like an action no, game where you like... Punch- it is actually like an MMO, like like you would imagine, like uh, World of Warcraft or whatever. It's it's just like that. But the difference is that the characters were sprites, like in 2D. So you could like go out there and like bash monsters. It's like... 
or, or I don't know, Baldur's Gate or whatever, like you could, or, or Diablo, you could just mm, go out, do quests and stuff like that. Get money and then go yeah, back home and buy cool gear. Yeah, it was just right. a fantasy MMO. All right. Um, like but it I re- was always expanding while I was playing it, which was really cool. Like they were, they kept adding new worlds, which was nice <laughs> to be to to live in a space where uh, in a in a time where uh, the games actually receive updates <laughs> yeah. how, how dare Ooh. so was it was it um was it like a uh, like pay for each game kind of thing oh, or no. was it free um the game itself was free so you could st- start a, a 15 day free account but then you had to pay like i think it was 12 euro per month or something to play it oof that's that's a which, that's a steep one. Which was a lot back then for yeah. me as a yeah. twelve year old, and I actually like in the beginning of uh, when I started playing it, I kept making free accounts and just played a character for a long time, <laughs> as long <laughs> as I could for those fifteen minutes until I found some some friends online that um, that paid for me and I paid uh, with my uh, with my bank account to them with my pocket money because I couldn't pay back then because I didn't have a credit card and it required you to have a credit card. Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, so we appar- apparently like uh, you can use what look like debit cards in Britain as credit cards. Like that's something that I, I believe V has told me basically. Yes, sort of. So um, like we have like a bank account and it has your money in it and you have one card attached to that. And you can do what we call like an arranged overdraft where I can spend all of my say... 100 pounds I earned from my first ever paycheck. That's bullshit. That's not what I got. Um, But then I could spend all that money. And if I have an arranged overdraft on that, I can go into like a negative 200 pounds. And then I have to pay that back to the bank plus some interest. Yeah. Like, so you can kind of use it as a credit card, sort of, kind but of. And I lived in, in my overdraft for a long time. But I got out of that and I never want to go in my overdraft again. It's so expensive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to go there ever again either. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. Uh... So yeah, yeah, I I did not have a credit card, and I um, our bank accounts were not yet um, tied to credit card or like you couldn't use them as credit cards back then. Yeah, yeah. You mm. gotta remember, this is like two thousand and three when I started playing that, so <laughs> it was a long time ago. Did Germany already have the euro at that point? You don't remember? What I, was I think the... it, didn't the euro come two thousand? I I, I think so. I want to say I think so because when I was. Oh, Jesus Christ, I was in year eight, so eight plus seven, and I was 15. Yeah, I think you guys had about 2000, 2001, something along those lines. Let's see. Two, yeah, it was January 2002, actually. Oh, in, so uh, it, you've, you just started using the euro. <laughs> yes. At, okay, that okay. was right. Yeah, when I went to my trip to Germany, they had just gotten the euro. And I remember it being like, yeah, you can buy two euros for one pound. I'm like, that is a steal. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to be rich. I didn't understand understand currency exchanges. I didn't realize that like two euros was actually the same as one pound. I didn't understand. I thought it was like, yes, I'm rolling in it. Um, Well, that would have been a good investment at this point, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah, I would have made a fortune at this point. Um, yeah. But then I would have get fucked on the taxes on the way back into Iceland. Oh, so yeah, good point. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> well, I guess I, I'd never heard of that at all. Uh, though to be okay. fair, I didn't spend a lot of time outside of Habbo Hotel when I first got the internet, <laughs> it. It was so. more commonly known as IRO or like uh, little I, uh, capital R O. And at some point, like it was uh, IRO because it was International Ragnarok. 
There was mm -hmm. also K-Row and J-Row um, for, for Korean and Japanese uh, servers. And at some point, I-Row got split off into U-Row. Um, <laughs> um, at which point, um, the people that that were from Europe that um, still played on the international server had the choice to migrate to Europe or stay on the international servers. And uh, I stayed on the international servers, but I know a lot of people that went onto European servers and a lot of communities got split up back then, which was really mm -hmm. sad. And I think also uh, about that time I stopped playing the game. <laughs> but yeah, I had very fond memories of that game because uh, I, I played a healer in that game. Um, and... Like I had just started the game on it was like the second day that I played and um someone was like, Come with me and I went with them and they took me to a graveyard and I was like, I'm a fucking healer and these these things are way out of my range. What the fuck am I supposed to do here with these things? <laughs> and then they were like, Just heal them. Just heal the zombies that come <laughs> at you and I'm like, Okay. <laughs> so I started healing the zombies and it actually did damage and I was like Amazing! I'm actually useful. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, this is like back in the old internet when, like, you you genuinely discover things through, by interacting with people. Yeah. Yes. To, to, to and when they, they actually were helpful. Then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> those days. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the rule is smaller communities. Uh, um, if you if you played DayZ uh, back when it was genuinely just like this shitty little mod, it had been out for maybe two or three months. Everybody was helpful. Then it became international and huge, and everybody oh, shot no. at everybody. It's like I, mm. I I remember this so well, and people go like, "Oh, people are so shit!" Like, no, no, no. It's when the, the community <laughs> becomes huge that's when it becomes shit. I, I, and I, there's I, a huge amount of competitive people in the community. Uh -huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, Aether, we're happy that you're the only one. <laughs> yes, thank you. Please don't invite somebody else competitive, or I will cry. I mean, rage. <laughs> Grr. Rage, grr. grr. It's just to hide your sad heart. That's why you rage. Ouch. All right. Uh, let's let's go with Neil. <gasps> so I'm going to go with also one of my first online uh, games. So I had I had an Xbox 360 for a very long time before I ever was able to connect it to like Xbox live and do all the fun Xbox live stuff that everyone else was getting to do. Um, mm -hmm. I had like, that wasn't to say I was deprived of games. Like I had the Gamefly subscription thing. So I had so many games. My achievement score is a billion just because I played all kinds of dumb games. We had a rental subscription thing, so it was great, but I couldn't play games online. And uh, then we moved to an area where I could. And this was like halfway through high school. <laughs> so I'm a bit late to the party. Yeah. Um, but at this point, there had been a game out for a little while uh, called Shadowrun. And it was a like third person kind of... Um, God, how do I describe? I'm gonna have to Google this game to make Is a good it a, description. Like a top-down isometric, like no, I know what, and this is why I'm having to do this because it's weird. I know what you're thinking of, and I think it is. Yes, the same Shadowrun thing, but it is. I'm gonna send you. I'm gonna send you just like a video clip if I can find it of this game, so you can see how different it is. That just looks first person. Yes, I was wrong. 
Um, <laughs> this is why it's good that I worked it out. Okay. Um, it's been a very long time, and you can't play this game anymore is the thing, because it's dead. Aww. Dead, dead, dead. You cannot find it. Every community that even knows about this game is gone. They're off doing something else now. There's no private service? Probably not. I don't know. You might be able to find like a group of people that play this game. Um, so it's a multiplayer versus game it taking place in, I believe, the Shadowrun universe, but it's a first person shooty type thing. You can be like an elf or like they have better like magic and magic region access for those kind of abilities. Um, you could be a big troll monster who get like armor and health region abilities and they like grow diamonds to harden their like skin as they get shot basically i think you can have a sword you can shoot guns you can have a healing tree that you stand under and it heals you and you basically go play capture the flag with this this thing and um it was just really fun and I played that for a long time, but I found one of the first like groups of people that I played on Xbox Live with for a very long time afterwards. Um, that was the first online game that I played, and I ended up playing like all night with these uh, people. And I just sent them friend requests out of nowhere, and we ended up playing again another night. And then all of a sudden, like I know these people, and I don't. <laughs> I don't really send friend requests to random people anymore, but I just like had those people to play games with for years and years and years afterwards. But we met through the, uh, that just really goofy Shadowrun game. <laughs> that game looks fun as fuck. I didn't, it know, looks, how, I didn't know how it old looks like run super was. futuristic, but has such random tones in there. Yeah, yeah like it's that hey, his one is like a minotaur running around inside the middle of like an office building. Yeah. The fuck is this? That's the Shadowrun world. <laughs> they had what they call the Vave or the Schism or whatever, and half of humanity became uh, magical, like magical races. Uh, and what magical race you became is like a reflection of your inner like uh, personality. So if you were a big dummy, uh, you became trolls. If you were like ho- hoity-toity, you became elves. If you were very clever, you became gnomes. And if you were greedy as fuck, you became dragons. And uh, like even the trolls could do this stuff. Some, some people, that <laughs> they would just like put a sword on and try to close quarters with people as the troll. And it's just terrifying because you have to shoot it so much. Uh, or you can buy a minigun, you know. So the way that it worked is you got a certain number of money per round that you could buy your equipment and magical stuff with. Um, so you kind of choose your loadout as you're playing and what you want to be doing. And you can do anything as anything, the characters are just better at one thing versus the other because I don't think the trolls have much magic. But it's it has like weird, fun, balancey things that like were very creative in this first person shooter that was actually very fun to play. It was neat. It was a neat multiplayer game. And I don't think that it exists anymore. And when you talk, and this is how I knew Shadowrun for a long time. So as I like discovered that there's <laughs> already things that aren't this that are Shadowrun and when I mention this to people that do know Shadowrun they're like what the fuck are you talking yep. about it's so different <laughs> yep. 
This is absolutely like something that like the Shadowrun community like probably shuns. Like, yes. The hell was yes. this? Yes. <laughs> absolutely. It looks like a fucking trip, man. Like, like this. This um, like this would have been back in what the early two thousands, late nineties oh, yeah. or something. Yeah, we'll um, check that. Out. Like this, this kind of capture the flag was not this wacky. <laughs> Like, capture the flag was like, like Halo bullshit level stuff. Like this was like serious. This looks just bizarre. I love it. This comes out around the same time. This is like Gears of War time. I I think it's two thousand seven. Yeah, wacky. So, do you still hang out with those people? Do you still like ever play with them? Not on Xbox three hundred and sixty. Like, I think I have one of them on Facebook. I think I Maybe. have one of them on Facebook. That's a no, V. <laughs> no, we haven't in a very long time. Uh, I think they all have console and stuff, and I, I don't, I haven't had a console in a very long time. But um, yeah, they were my console buddies way back, and I think it's been a good decade since I've moved across the country and had no internet for extended periods of time, and you know, played music in bands. And that took priority over me having internet and playing internet games. And uh, you did life stuff instead of sitting at your console or your mm-hmm. computer. Uh, yeah, wrong choice, yeah. buddy. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so it was fun. Weird game <sighs> for people who know Shadowrun. Oh shit! Wasn't Shadowrun one of those games that like uh, had PC players playing against console players, and they had to like turn that off because <laughs> it was a fucking slaughter? I don't know. I don't know what. Yes, eventually. I don't know when that started or if it was on release that that was the case. Um, but yes, that was one of the things that I was... remember that being like one of the big selling points on like a lot of the games that were co-op or multiplayer is like you can pay with your PC buddies while you're on console and everyone was like any any PvP aspect on this and you can't do this yeah, yeah. you just get I, shat on I found yeah, a yeah. picture of its uh, cover of the game and it says mm-hmm. uh, play with Vintos Vista games uh, Vinta Vista oh uses. Vista <laughs> that, was, that was a bold choice I remember this game. I remember looking at it many times. I had a 360 myself. Uh, it, was, it wasn't and, bad. Well, if you like Capture the Flag, or if you don't, because I really don't, but like, <laughs> <laughs> it just kind of, it, it, the weird things that you could do, you could play the game exactly how you wanted, you could strategize, the powers were cool. It was just a different like shooter game, and it was neat. And I didn't, I should have played something else first. This was the dumbest game to like get internet finally on your Xbox 360. That's good enough to have Xbox live. And what do you want to play? Deal the world is your oyster. You have played everything under the sun and you know what your options are because you've had Gamefly and your gamer score is ridiculous. You know what the good, you know what the good games are. And I guess that makes sense is why I chose to play something that I really could not play before, but was interested in. Couldn't play it. That's a good point. Because I couldn't connect to the internet. I have no idea what this game is, but I've seen it for a long time. And that was like the first thing that I grabbed. And I was like, I'm going to play an online game now. This is my life now. <laughs> connecting to the web. I'm going to use that as a good segue because one of my favorite multiplayers is a game that I first started playing when we had Xbox Live. Um so my my top three uh, includes a game that when 
So back in today, there was a game that if you had gold and you had a friend playing at your house, they could be your guests. They can earn achievements. They can do shit, but they could play with you. Yeah. So we had, as soon as we got that, Left 4 Dead 1. Oh. And that game is a fucking yes. riot. <laughs> yes. I mean, everyone's like, Left 4 Dead 2 is great. I'm like, I like the, some of the maps in Left 4 Dead 2, but otherwise Left 4 Dead 2 can eat a dick compared to Left 4 Dead 1. I fucking love that game so much. Um, when when we first had it, when we first had gold, um, I was always the guest account because there's no point playing for two of us being able to play online at the same time. Like, that never happened. So I would always be like... Gary. Plus one. Um, whenever we played Left 4 Dead and we decided we're going to tough it out, we're going to brave it out and we're going to go into expert mode so we can earn achievements and I would be the sacrificial player when you got up to the No Mercy one. I would I would hide down there, I would draw the zombies to me and I invariably lived. <laughs> Which infuriated everyone around me because I was the only person who can earn achievements. <laughs> <laughs> so I have completed a lot of the expert modes in Left 4 Dead, but I will never be able to prove it because I was always a plus one. I love that game. I love I love running around with a shotgun. There's nothing more powerful when you have pick up finally the automatic shotgun and you start mowing everyone down. And by everyone, I mean all of my teammates because they got in my way. <laughs> yeah, I love... Right I know... I know it's the shittest like grenade in the world, but I fucking love that beeping bomb, motherfucker. I know it's not amazing. as good as the pipe bomb. No, well, the pipe bomb, because of the, the way the mechanics of that particular game works, there is always a certain amount of common infected. And if you throw out um, the, the pipe bomb, it will just clear some of them out and put all the zombies in front of you rather than having them all behind you. So it's not actually a smart move to use. You should Wait, try and use the Molotov true? because it takes slightly lower. Yeah. Mil, like, so, is this uh, true? <laughs> for the audience Neil just scratched his beard and opened a can of coke <laughs> but I love that game I love the witches I loved getting the croned achievement I thought that was the funniest shit as soon as she turned up um, they, they nerfed her because she was absolutely trashing everyone um, I love the the tank I love how when I used to play with some of my, my other friends um they were not as uh, into shooting games as I was, but they loved Left 4 Dead because it was a whole zombie thing. It was the big vibe back then. Mm-hmm. Um, they just couldn't cope, so they played everything on easy, and I just I just had to akimbo assassin my way through easy mode because I'm like, I can't deal with this. This is the worst. And hearing them shriek as soon as they hear like a, a tank turn up was the funniest shit in the world. Um, I enjoyed that a lot. And No Mercy is the best designed level of all of them. It has tension. It has that like uh, build-up moment. And there are just so many good memories I have of just hiding in the elevator or the cupboard of love so that you and your buddies could survive and get on the helicopter and escape. Love that game. I fucking love it. All right. There you go. That's, uh, that's my that's my that's my Left 4 Dead 2 co-op no multiplayer I, game. I'm gonna good. do everybody who has played Left 4 Dead and uh, Left 4 Dead 2 a uh, favor and I'm gonna tell V that she's wrong. Left 4 Dead 2 <laughs> uh-huh. is superior. No, no, it's not. So Left 4 Dead 2 has features that I think are really good. It has the bile bomb, which is the fucking best thing in the world. 
But it also has like that really shit when they brought in the patch for for one and then it implemented it on two, which is like a hit counter. You can only hit a certain amount of times before you run out of energy and then the counter went up. I'm like, no, that ruins the cupboard of love. What the fuck are you guys doing? Yeah, yeah. They... And also the level design on them are a little bit more complicated and it's yes. more difficult to see, especially the water levels where the common infected are basically the same color as everything around it and it's really difficult to see. And I have a problem seeing shit anyway. So those were just crap levels. Also... <sighs> Fucking clowns, dude. No. So what I'm hearing is they they patched out my exploit feature, which was the cupboard <laughs> yes. of love. And yes. also I I I I don't I don't like having to actually pay attention to my surroundings. <laughs> No, no, no. You still have to pay attention to your surroundings in the original game. It's just much, much, much harder to yes. see a lot of I, stuff I, I, in I, Left 4 Dead 2. I do agree with that. There are like two levels that are based around a storm and a swamp. And in yeah. those, it's really fucking, fucking hard to worse. see anybody. And some of the levels are a little bit um, complicated. But I yeah. I never played Left 4 Dead 2 that much. I played Left 4 Dead 1 a bunch. And I yeah. recognized Left 4 Dead 2 for what it was, which was a superior version. I was just playing less <laughs> multiplayer games at I, that point. I, I and disagree I, I bet you that it that is the superior the, version. All the maps would like click into place if you played them more than once, because I have a feeling you did the same thing as me. You played through the entire campaign once, and then you were like, eh, I'm, I'm done with this. In Left 4 Dead 2? Yeah. yeah, I was done with it. Yeah. There, there was, there was like, there's two things from Left 4 Dead 2 that I, 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 I appreciate. But I, they're not, they, they're not enough to make the game a superior game, in my opinion. And that is the one. I think it's the bridge, whatever the fuck it is. Oh yeah. When you basically have to run across the bridge while the place is being bombed to get to like the other side, and then and then win. It's really linear. It's kind of nice, but the interactions that they have with the. Um, with the military, I think is the funniest like scripted thing in all of like fucking Left 4 Dead, including the Francis hates everything stuff, which is the hey man, I am covered in zombie guts, I'm covered in zombie blood, I am up to my ankles in zombie guts, I am as immune as shit, and that just made me crack up every fucking time. Um, that's the only part that I think is better, but it's always Left 4 Dead too. Like if you just want to hang out and play and just get kind of shit faced and just do something that you know is like, hey, there are some events that are high and there's some events you could just take some time on. Left 4 Dead is the one that everyone kind of mostly enjoys. Like it's just running around with shotguns killing zombies and there's no there's there's nothing more complicated than that, other than don't stand in front of me when I have a shotgun. <laughs> the worst. Uh yeah. Yeah, I have a story. My my buddy Grant, who um, was a housemate of mine for the longest time, we just we he finally agreed when we like linked our two Xbox 360s together to like play on expert mode, and we did Mo Mercy. And he went down to the bottom of the staircase, and I instantly took him down to half health and had him lying on the floor because I shotgunned him because I thought he was a zombie, and he's never forgiven me for that. <laughs> You're talking about like literally the first door, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Literally right at the bottom of that first staircase. Uh, yeah, that was that was me. If, if anybody's down, wondering if I've ever played Left 4 Dead with V, the answer is yes, once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was an uh, experience enough. I need to play games that do not have friendly fires when I play with V. <laughs> yes, uh, I'm not good at some games. Left 4 Dead 2, I'm not. Oh, I'm not like sorry, Left 4 Dead. I'm not great at, but I enjoy it a lot. No, you're you're fine at video games <laughs> in general. You're shit at not shooting your teammates. Yes, <laughs> you have. You just happen to run in my line of fire, man. It no, is not you, my fault. You have twitch reflexes and no inhibition. <laughs> 
fucking zombies, man. It's either choice of you or me. <laughs> so those zombies are fucking clouds. I'm not taking the chance anymore. <laughs> exactly. There could be anyone now. Um, so yeah, that's that's me. That's one of my favorite games is Left 4 Dead. I will still pick it up and randomly play it now. And I don't really mind what level from the first. I will I will play those. I enjoy it a lot. There you go. It's mine. All right. <laughs> All right, Aethel, what have you got? All right, so I struggled a little bit because um, I knew what game I wanted to be number three. And it was the game I used to play after... uh, So when I was growing up, there was a typing class that uh, everybody had to take. And basically, the teacher just had a very simple rule. Once you're done typing out all the things that you had to do, like all your test thingies, all your things you were supposed to do, you're allowed to go play video games for the rest of the class. Easy peasy. So every all of the nerds that were fast at ta- typing, we could just play video games for like 10 minutes. Uh, that was fucking fantastic. And I was sitting here racking my brain like, what fucking game was that? What game was that? And I think I came to the conclusion that it's three games. It is Half-Life 1, Counter-Strike and Quake 3. And those three games were like hidden on the shared drive and you can kind of put them up and get them running and we would just play those fucking games so fucking much. And I loved it. I loved loved playing that because sometimes the classes would like intermingle so there'd be a class in there before we come in and then you'd start playing video games and somebody in somebody else's class was playing the same video game and you were competing and shooting each other. And I vividly remember this. I was pretty good at Quake 3. And I managed to beat, like, guys three, four years my senior. I was, like, the top of the fucking game game board in Quake 3. And somebody was just like, who the fuck is Keeper? Who the fuck is this? And I'm just sitting there back, like, little nerd kid, like, fucking <laughs> just, oh, I love that. I absolutely love that. So, yeah, my... my His competitiveness third... started early. <laughs> my, yes. top, my third top game is basically all the FPS games I played as a kid, which would be Counter-Strike, Half-Life 1, and Quake 3. Those are fantastic FPS games. Um, I very quickly fell out of love with FPS games because my competitiveness doesn't allow me to play online for very long because I get really salty and really mm-hmm. annoyed. So I just had <laughs> so to stop. So salty. Yeah. <laughs> So angry. <laughs> Hashtag so salty. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm still trying to get over the fact that you had typing classes. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I don't. IT class. Where you learn to type. Yeah. Uh, ten, yeah. ten finger system with a mm-hmm. with a keyboard. Yeah. We we had IT class, but it was like how to do Excel. Like that kind of shit. Oh, and no. this is what the internet is. Or it might be I was paying no attention because we had a similar thing where we had like pre-installed games on there and it was like a chat feature that was in the IT lab and it linked all 12 computers together. And it was like a Jackbox game kind of bullshit. Like it was like, play this shitty game. It was like Bejeweled or some shit. Um, nah. nah yeah, no. Okay. It, we might have had typing class too, actually. I'm thinking about I, it. I, I remember just, typing. <laughs> I think you're right. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, we I, had typing, I think... and it was focused on words per minute because if you weren't productive, you suck. We weren't teaching you how to use Excel or anything. We just wanted you to be able to type as much as fast as possible. No, like I, I remember, we had focused. like this is how to Excel. This is what a no. word document is. Like no. this is how you access the internet. Like I remember that, but I don't remember like typing classes at all. We got uh, Excel classes too, but that lasts like in the year after we learned how to type. 
or something like that. I, I mean, it was like um, three yeah. or four consecutive classes. So in the first year we had like typing classes. And then after that, we had like uh, how to use Word, how to use Excel, how to make yeah. uh, hmm. mail thingies that uh, where you can just print out all the addresses out of an Excel sheet on like in a format that you can glue on <laughs> on letters or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and none of that stuck. <laughs> none of it. <laughs> Nope. Like I remember, like we we had like IT lessons, um, and depending on what year group you were in, every other week you had French. Like that was Ugh, like no. slot. We either Yeet. did French or we did IT. Yeet um, I was really bad at French, but I still remember more French than Good. I do remember German, and I used German <laughs> a lot more than I ever used French. So. <laughs> I know one phrase in French. Don't say it. No. Omelette de fromage. <laughs> Thank you, Dexter's Laboratory. You should have been on my top f- uh, favorite cartoons. <laughs> because phrase. I learned French. <laughs> my one French l- l- phrase. Oh, blimey. How, how is your school system arranged so that you have the choice of either learning French or learning like expelled. No, 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 no. Like, so it was, our uh, system is where we like we have to take a language, but it's one of like a, a couple choices, right? How is yours yeah, so like kind of, French or computers? So, um so <laughs> like so from what I understand, most of y'all have like a first school, like the first school you go to, and then you have like high school here, which was that you have like the first school, a middle school, and then you have like a like a mm, like specialized school, like depending on what you do. And I think that's common in a lot of European places. Um, but in Britain, we have first school, middle school and secondary school. And that gets you all the way up to college. Um, and secondary school, uh, sorry, in middle school, we did IT one week and then the next week we did French. So in our, um, I think our school days might be shorter than most people's as well. Um, we had to try and fit a lot into a very t- small amount of time. So what they would do is like one week you would do this, next week you would do this subject instead and that would be our timetable. Our timetables were two weeks long. Um, so that's that's what we did. When we hit secondary school, um, basically the, the top high school, whatever the fuck you guys want to call it, um, then we had to do one language until we were 14 and then at that point, we could drop languages, we could drop like a bunch of other stuff, but we had to choose, like you either do like a, a geography or history or religious studies, or you had to do a language, or you could choose to do both. Um, like we had an odd setup in our school for stuff. The I world wanna... is a confusing place. We're not talking, <laughs> I, I, this is no longer a big I, video I, game podcast. I just want to make the point that Icelandic schooling is very simple. You go to school. There's class one to 10, period. After that, there's another school. And that's basically all the college bullshit all rolled into one. You don't need first, middle, second, college, high school. Well, but you also have like a a population of maybe about as many people as live in London. Uh, Yeah, Uh, but I, I also chose to do art. Um, and then I realized in the year that I'm supposed to take my exams that I suck at art and I didn't have a portfolio and I didn't want to do it. Me, this is a top um, I'd already three done high school statistics. regrets. <laughs> oh, no, no. I don't have regrets from not doing art. Um, I had the blast in art when I chose to do it. And I'm like, I'm choosing to do it, but I'm not taking the exam anymore. So I just used to sit back and help people do shit. I made a mess of a pottery class. I'm with you, V. <laughs> I fucked it right up. <laughs> And I learned that I can draw something, but as soon as I try to paint it, 
all I've done is fuck up a drawing. I have ruined it. <laughs> yes, and I used made to get so far mess. and then just just fuck it up. Yeah. Um, I decided I didn't need that level of stress in my life. Aww. I was actually like <laughs> developing all my bipolar symptoms. I couldn't deal with it. I done statistics the year before. I'm like, fuck this. I don't need this. So <laughs> good times. So um, that's everyone's first favorite. <laughs> <laughs> this, this podcast goes for too long. <laughs> I think it's going to be um, one of our top review. I think you only comments. recorded for like 30 minutes so far. <laughs> oh, 42 minutes. Close enough. 42 minutes. But we have uh, a lot of. And most of it cut is out. us reiterating how shitty and weird our school systems are. <laughs> <laughs> we got derailed a lot. Yeah, to be fair, it's also kind of what we're here for is yeah. to learn about how we are strangely different from one another. We just need topics to talk to uh, each other about until we find other topics to latch onto for like five minutes. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, I like loosely top three. So far, everyone's video game topics have been somewhat nostalgic, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So, I think that's yeah. why we've been kind of having to over Yeah, that's true. That is true. Discuss. Yeah. Uh, uh, spoiler, all, right, all of mine are nostalgic. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, save. Oh, that, well. this, that wasn't the topic, Thor. Oh. <laughs> all right, Kessie, hit us with your second spot. Yeah, my second spot is probably also going to be on one of your other's lists because it's uh, World of Warcraft. Yes. <laughs> there we go. I That's on it. my number two spot as well. Yeah, oh. then we can just talk about it uh, in cluster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I don't actually remember when I started playing it. Uh, maybe 2000. When did it come out? 2006? No. I no. It already had its 20 no year uh, anniversary. Mm. Uh, so it came out in 2001, I think. Okay. Uh, I'm going to Google. Continue. Yeah. <laughs> I remember <laughs> just seeing it, like um, a buddy of mine invited me over to uh, watch them play because I, I didn't have the game and I wasn't allowed to play uh, for a while after I played Ragnarok online. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Did you 2004. Did, 2004. Did you get banned from playing online games? Um. Yeah, because I couldn't afford it and I didn't have any income. So I, at some point I had to Fair. quit it. Okay, wait. So did you get banned or did you run out of money? Wait. Uh, a little bit of both. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. <laughs> oh, then it wasn't the, the, the 20-year anniversary, anniversary, but like 15-year anniversary? Yeah, I think it's 15, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, so 2004, so it's three years before. Like, yeah. It can drink in most countries, I think. Yeah. Um. What I really liked about it, it was that um, I personally felt like, <laughs> this might sound like I'm a psychopath, but I felt that the interface really uh, um, felt really good in this game as compared to other online games that I have played because mm-hmm. um, it actually helped immerse into the entire game experience, unlike other games, which always seem to have like a really weird interface that reminded you of Windows. <laughs> yes like it's like uh, it was like um i i know th- like i played with a lot of mods towards the end mm-hmm. of my my playing experience but like yeah like the basic bitch version is no mods it is really easy to see everything yeah. um everything is in that bottom bar when you need it and it's super um, connected nothing... like if you didn't yes. understand the quest text you could click on something and then it would give you some kind of info or like show you on the map yeah. where you needed to go anything like that or like uh, no, it I, like huh <laughs> No, I don't know. Maybe... Huh? 
It was the quest areas. They marked them out, dude. Yeah, it did map the. Did they it? showed you the, the no. roundabout quest areas. I used to have to get quest helper. That was an add-on because otherwise <laughs> yeah, I would quest, have to fucking quest, read, and I don't I, want to. Wait, I, think <laughs> I want to play a it, game. It is quite World possible that it was a feature in the beginning of the game, and then they took it out or something like that. <laughs> quest helper was basically like a fucking tom tom, and you download it if you didn't want to read the text. Yes, I don't want to read. I'm here to play games. I'm here to watch numbers go up. Right. V. Tell me where point point at the next bad guy, please. I'm gonna go take money out of its pockets. It's dead pockets because I don't read. I'm gonna I walk slice over, I'm gonna things skin in half. I haven't murdered anything for five minutes and I'm getting agitated. But yeah, I, I really love the the whole faction thing about it because it was mm. super unusual for MMOs that you could play anything other than I don't know, maybe humans, maybe elves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, uh, and that not only did you have uh, to choose like uh, different, uh, you could not only choose a different race, you could also choose a different faction, and that it would entirely feed into your starting area and like your way of play style. Uh, I really felt like it was really well thought out in that regard, or fleshed out, mm-hmm. um, and it felt unique for the time and place. I mean, I know a lot of games like try to lean on that entire basis now at this point but back then it was really unique and I really loved that like from a world building uh, perspective it was really something else (laughs) yeah it was very like different from a lot of the other games there are like a lot of games have copied that layout (laughs) and that idea and that's why they don't survive as much because they don't really think new to it and WoW is trying to consistently add to their lore and (laughs) let's say recently they fucked it up but they keep trying Um, (laughs) but yeah like when you initially get in there it kind of hand holds you through some of that beginning part and it's easy to see and I taught my dad how to play like the first few levels as a fucking gnome. I made him a gnome. I made him like a wizard or whatever the fuck it was. I don't remember exactly what the class is now, but like I made him a mage. That was it. I made him a mage. I'm like, dad, you just walk over here. You hit that button. And then he got angry. So I made him a barbarian. And I was like, <laughs> yes, fighter, this is your class, my father. And he, he played that. Like he he got into into Aww. it. Like he is very resistant to things, but he, he tried and he did it. It was hilarious. <laughs> um, so that was to be fair after they'd gone through a few iterations. But I really liked how the starting areas were different, not just based on your faction and your race, but also on your class. Like depending on what class you were, depending what quest you ended up having. And it was it was it was fun in those first few years when you wandered around and you didn't have mounts and you had to fucking walk everywhere. <laughs> what, was that? what was everyone's factions? I'm here to ruin friendships. <laughs> I started out as a night elf, um, but I think I, I genuinely felt more at home over at the hordes, uh, but I didn't like the female cow, so I always played a male cow. <laughs> <laughs> Torrens were good. That was I played Torrens or I played Trolls. They're so cuddly. You See, played I, I I I got massively bullied into playing World of Warcraft. Um, so my my partner at the time, Gary, uh, the guy I've mentioned already before, um, and a couple of my other friends, we would go down to the pub like after we've done our like drama classes, where the fuck it was, and they was talk nonstop about WoW. And I'm like. All right, I'm on board now. <laughs> We'd go to someone's house to play the Xbox and they just spend four hours talking about WoW whilst we're playing another game. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ, guys. And this went on for months. And eventually I'm like, fine, just buy the fucking game and I'll fucking play it. Just, just do it. <laughs> and I made a Night Elf Hunter named Raid because I thought it was funny because I heard them talk about Raid all the fucking time. So I named her Raid with a H. Um, 
But I played a night elf hunter, and yeah, uh, and the only reason I played a night elf over, for example, a tauren, um, was because everybody else was alliance, and I, they wanted me to play with them, so I couldn't exactly go horde at that point. Aww. <laughs> Because they'd already bullied me into playing this fucking game. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just yeah, genuinely like, don't like the, the the alliance races personally. Like except no. for the night elves. I like the night elves. Um, <sighs> their only... dance. I love their fucking <laughs> dance. It was the only dance move I knew for fucking ages with <laughs> a night elf female dance. Because I was like, if I'm forced to look at the alliance races, I'm going to look at the one that has the nicest butt. And I'm going to watch this one. <laughs> that would be the gnomes. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't see their butt. Yes, you can. You just have to put on the right armor. And they don't have that sexy dance. I wouldn't the know the sexy dance. It's the sexy dance. So I might not know anything about any of the dances. Uh, I played <laughs> a gnome for less than a week. Then I got the worst infection of my life in my eye. And I would have genuinely fucking died if we didn't have penicillin and shit like that. Like, that would have fucking killed me. And I never touched Vow again. And I, I I don't know why those go hand in hand, but I just those yeah, those bad things memories. happen. PTSD. <laughs> like like my friend was trying to get me to play Vow. I was playing a little bit. I got sicker and sicker and sicker and sicker until I got medicine, and then I didn't want to play Vow anymore. And it was just like, huh? I guess penicillin ch- uh, cures you of bad taste because I stopped playing Vow. <laughs> Fuck you, man. Yeah. Um, how far did you how far did you get in your World of Warcraft career, Cassie? Me? Oh, um yeah. I I remember I played vanilla for a long time and then I had like a, a like a year long pause because I was doing exams or something. I tried to stay away from it. And in the meantime, mm-hmm. Burning Crusade Smart. came out. And um, I didn't want to pick it up right after it came out because I like I, I had just managed to get out of the habit of doing it. But at some point I <laughs> I got back into it and I think it was like Burning Crusade was already at the end of its uh, lifetime and um, what was the other one? Was it the Frozen uh, Throne? Ice no. Crown. The, uh, yeah. The Wrath of the Lich King. Frozen. Yeah, yeah, that one That one came out and I, um, I I think I bought the Burning Crusade and the Wrath of the Lich King add-ons together and then I played that a little bit but I never got like high end like end game. I never got that far. I like always ended at like the uh, three levels before the level cap ended or something. It was never a hardcore game. I was just casual. That's fine, though. Like, I, I, one of my favorite memories was when I, because I joined about probably a month or two after Burning Crusade came out, after, like, they kept breaking mm-hmm. the fucking portal. <laughs> um, I joined about a month after that, and I, the fun, my fondest memories of WoW are actually just jumping around killing ogres <laughs> and killing dragons so I could earn my first set of, like, decent purple armor so I could go to fucking Karazhan <laughs> right at the end of the goddamn thing. And then my buddy, Gary, who was a hardcore gamer, he was like, I do only raids, I only do, like, the 25 man to Nax. I'm like, what the fuck are you want, dude? Um, he just came and just, like, walked around around Car- like Karazam while we were struggling to kill like the first fucking mob and he would just wipe them out I'm like Jesus fucking <laughs> Christ um so yeah like I funniest time was still in that like pre-raid area and then I did raiding and I was a druid healer and I loved the tree dance <laughs> <laughs> and my 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 teammates always used to know that I was playing the druid or which druid was me in particular when I was in tree form because I was always jumping because like <laughs> jumping looked fucking hilarious mm-hmm. and you don't need to stand still as a druid healer you can just move there's none of that casting shit in this goddamn thing well, you no, that didn't was, have to uh, was really stand still as a priest either like I was always jumping around spamming healing nova or whatever the fuck that was called I was just yeah, like yeah, so, you're gonna yeah. heal you're gonna heal you're gonna heal 
<laughs> you get a dot. You get a, sorry, a hot dot dot shit wrong healer. Um, <laughs> but uh, I um, I for a long time played on on private servers actually, and it only had like Burning Crusade. And at some point, like I I used to play just a normal normal player and just uh, played with some uh, random people. It was like mm. less than like two less than two hundred people on that server. And at some point, I was made uh, became a GM, and ever since then, the the experience didn't. Um, uh, tickle me so much anymore because I know the GM experience and it was super fun and I was always in charge of making um, event areas like because I, I figured out you could summon random objects into the world and I just uh, I built like entire um, parkours <laughs> with tables or whatever and I was like the first one to reach the top gets like a, a blue a, a purple item or whatever <laughs> and shit like that <laughs> So I, I I did I did like some private realms like I played well like until I think the end of Panda and I think I might have like considered um, doing that I did take like like really long breaks when I became an engineer and decided like I'm dedicating myself to doing this I had to take years off of playing but then I came back again and that was fun um, but I never got into like the GMing or like private ones like I did a few just because I wanted to play Wrath again and I fucking love Wrath it's the best they had um, but. Yeah, I, I was never put in gym because I'm like, this is too complicated for me. I just want to spam healing on people and I just want to be a tree. How do I just do that? Um, <laughs> so we went back to that. And yeah, like for me, the reason I kept going back and why I still just like, I really miss playing it is why I'm like, there are still those because of the, the guilds that I was in, especially with the raiding guilds that I was in that were also like casual and gamers and stuff. We just had such a good time. Um, my favorite like guild that I had was Endeavor. And I ended up being like an officer in that, not in charge because I didn't want to be in charge. Like, fuck this. Um, and like the guy in charge used to make comics based on our characters Aww. and it was the funnest shit. Um, I used to write songs and I did them on YouTube. I did covers and they were the worst fucking shit. It was amazing. Um, I have a cover of, um, I have a cover of Bad Moon Rising, which tells you how to do the Omnitron defense pattern. Like this is like, that's the whole point of the song is to tell you what the tactics are for Omnitron defense. And I fucking... Oh, I love that. I have them still somewhere on my hard drive. I'm never sharing them with anyone ever. <laughs> I did like 20 of these fucking songs. Um, oh, good times, good times. But yeah, that community was like, it was really essential for me to why I kept playing. And also because I had to have a real life at some point and had to take my life seriously or I wanted to, I had to stop playing. I'm like, all right, I'm not, I'm just bouncing around Stormwind. <laughs> I have to get out of Stormwind. Fuck this. Uh, I need to be an engineer. I have to go do real work. And then I got super sad because I wasn't having an outlet. So there, that'd be a lesson to you folks. Don't give up all your happy things. Um, uh, I'm with you. Wow. I never want to go back to it, but I also do. <laughs> I miss it and also don't. Yeah. Hey, it is very time consuming. Yeah. <laughs> Did you notice how they talk about it? Like alcoholics talk about alcohol. <laughs> Oh, I needed to be a grown-up, so I had to stop it. I had to quit it. I needed to do stop no, this. I, I miss I, it, I but shit, I don't. I shit you not. Like, we were off WoW for like a year, and we were so proud of ourselves. Ooh, Everyone yeah. in our house were like, yeah. yeah, we're not playing WoW. And then someone was like, I renewed my subscription out of the game. Fuck you, we're all back. Like, <laughs> um, I guess that's mine and Kessie's number two. Yes. <laughs> all right, Neil, what have you got? My number two spot is a game that, thank fuck, I don't have to describe or tell you whether or not it's in first or third person, because everyone knows it. It's 
Minecraft. It's Whoa! so good. It's the best <laughs> multiplayer game. You can do whatever you want. You know? It's amazing. I could never play it because of the first person thingy. <laughs> like I got I got uh, woozy playing it. Oh yeah, yeah, you get sick playing it. Uh, no, a uh, fucking Minecraft's a fantastic pull, Neil, I have to say. It's my favorite because it's like No, it's your second favorite. You're zen, yeah. yeah it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's like Fun. a Zen garden with your friends that gets a little crazy every now and then. And I love that. <laughs> so on the on the Minecraft server we're like we most recently were on. Um, I found your base. Uh, somebody left like guides, uh, like little like guides to get there, and you had created this giant fish tank. Oh, and you I was had this, make like, a zoo. Yeah, I was. <laughs> yeah, you had this like really weird like building that had like this really like and everything was so clean and orderly <laughs> and pretty. And I, it genuinely it was before I really knew you, and it genuinely I was like, the "Fuck is wrong with this guy." Like, <laughs> <laughs> Lot. <laughs> Why would you yeah. make this? This is so weird. Because it looked like you like when I make shit in Minecraft, it's like I want to make houses and I want to make like cool things. And you're like, I want trees and 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 waterfalls and fish. And it was just like <laughs> the fuck Zen guy. You were gonna have to do something to gain admission to things. <laughs> I was gonna build like fences and stuff that you like this was gonna be a thing that you come and visit. Yeah. And you like spend the gold say, to come and do some like, useless resource. Neil, you you like fucking you built a lot of like one of the towns we have in our other podcast and you built like the fucking like this is a this is a place above and then you had a secret entrance to the temple underneath. I'm like Jesus Christ, <laughs> Neil. <laughs> I did build a whole I was like town I'm just going to run around doing stuff in this really cool cathedral that you built. It was just blown away just wander around just hit random things and like oh shit this door is open go down so what the fuck is this oh yeah that's the temple under faust i'm like what the fuck neil this looks amazing i love minecraft i could spend so much time there just like building nonsense but also if you want to like have a try hard goal you can you can go exploring or if you want to be creative like and like do puzzles you you can challenge yourself and go into creative mode and do like uh learning command blocks has been my new favorite thing and you basically write minecraft code into this block and it does so many things we've remade entire games with this it's it's upsetting how much you can do with command cubes i am still to be fair Still stumbling over red sand or red dust or whatever the fuck it is. Red when it's like it brought yeah. electricity and like, at that point I got lost. I'm like, this is too much for my simple ass brain. I just <laughs> want to build like a treery inside the earth, and that's all I want to do. <laughs> at that point, I'm done. <laughs> There's so so much that you can do, and uh, yeah, I, I can show y'all some stuff that uh, we've done. At- at some point but um yeah i would love for you to send There's us some lot. screenshots and put in like the, the the show notes for this because holy shit like the stuff you've built is like spot on yeah i want so, to find some of that uh, stuff now that you mention it yeah, like there's generally a temple underneath and it was like that's this place i'm like holy shit dude do you have dedication to this um 
So I, I, <laughs> I was struggling what to buy my father-in-law one year for Christmas, and I'm like, hang on, let's let's just buy a Minecraft on the Xbox 360. <laughs> He's only like watching shitty movies on this, and we bought it for him. We never thought he'd download it. We've never thought he'd play it. No, what he did is he filled his hard drive up with Minecraft saves, yes. so big that the game would crash loading into Minecraft on Xbox. So he had How? to basically what? delete his old one and start again because this dude was insane. Was he trying to like reach the far lands or whatever? Like what was he doing? He didn't even know that the Obsidian portal existed. He didn't know how the fuck to build that. And he just, as soon as we did, that made it even worse. And um, <laughs> Andy's mum at one point turned and said, I want to thank you and I also hate you for buying that Game Boy. <laughs> one, he's never been so quiet. He's very distracted. <laughs> Two, he always does his chores because he knows I get angry if he's playing Minecraft. He hasn't done his house <laughs> Three, I never see him. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, yeah. But he he loved building uh, all the trains and stuff. Like it's one thing he and I shared a lot with lover trains. And yeah, like he just built train tracks fucking everywhere, up ground, lower ground, in the air, like in the water. Like holy shit! Dude. So uh, Onyx and I had made a whole tower, and there's like thirteen floors, and each floor is its own like command puzzle. And like for example, one of the pu- like some of the puzzles are like throwing teleport eyes through like lava puzzles and stuff and trying to survive and um one of the puzzles is there's a brick that falls from the top of the thing through a thing and sets off lights as it falls um down the center of the tower and every time it gets to the bottom once you enter this room you've you've been given a tag because that's something i can do with command cubes i can give you a tag and you get the tag of whatever floor this is and one of the command cubes that exists elsewhere is that everyone with that tag dies when that thing hits the bottom. (laughs) And so I put at the exit (laughs) of this room, the tag that takes off the tag that's killing you every, every like six to 10 seconds. And in this room, I have put buttons (laughs) everywhere is buttons at each of these buttons. Like one of them teleports you outside of the room, outside of the tower into the sky. So you just fall down, but you die before you hit the ground because, you know, the brick is going to beat you there. It's like halfway there. Yeah. Um, One of them like spawns a bunch of cats, which also die because they have the tag. Um, They want they some of them do like special visual effects and audio cues and they just do so much wild stuff. There's so many things you can do. And um when you find the right button, which doesn't look like any of the other buttons and it's hidden, so it's kind of an asshole move. It's it's not even obvious like the rest of the buttons are. It's hidden in the room. Once you find the right button, it gives you the one thing that can get you to the, <laughs> the part that takes the tag off. We make puzzles. They're rude sometimes. Um, <laughs> who like, who'd you manage like to persuade to play your things. puzzle and your Tower of Death? It's amazing. I love the Tower of Death. <laughs> I can describe it's that room worst. to you and it's still not ruined. Because <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> it's such a pain in the ass. <laughs> I, I, I seem to be doing Minecraft wrong because every time I play Minecraft, I just make underground bases. I just love making underground bases. That's all I ever do. Yeah. Just, That's just fun. Giant tunnels and, and huge storage rooms of stuff and, 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 and farms and everything's underground. That's what I do. 
Yeah, I tried to make a house like in pretty early Minecraft, like when I was playing on Xbox 360, um, in a cave that was really pretty, like in the side of a cliff. So it wasn't super underground, but it was underground. Um, but all of the entrances and stuff were visible. And I learned that you couldn't do that because <laughs> every bit of natural floor, it doesn't matter how much you light it up, things can still like spawn there or something. So I could never get that cave cl clear of enemies enough to be a house. I couldn't figure <laughs> it out, but I had lit everything so perfectly and I was so sure of it. And it ended up learning that the game just didn't play nice with me not building and wanting to use a cave as a house. So fuck you, <laughs> Minecraft. This is a house. All right. Yep. I can live you here. Don't get, you don't get to live in a cave. Caves are where creepers live. <laughs> it's pretty much. Oh. I don't know if oh, the game creepers. still has that, but at some point that was a nuisance to me. Because I really wanted a natural cave house. And I did, this cave was really good for that because of the fact that it had like above ground openings in the cliff side and stuff. It was so neat, but ruined. Fuck you, Minecraft. It just has to be a natural beauty. You're just not allowed to build there. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But Minecraft's great. It's anything you want it to be at any given moment. And, what uh, I'm you hearing can, is you just you like fucking with people. Yeah. You make puzzles, obstacle courses. He, he makes his sand garden, and then he makes his tower of hell, his tower of Babel. <laughs> and at the top is just a Zen garden. <laughs> I recently bought my sister Minecraft, who had like no, obviously she like she worked at GameStop for years. She knows what Minecraft is, but I had never like played it or got into it. Um, and she's watched people play Minecraft, but she's never played it. And she got it and did not log off of it for a long time. <laughs> Very upsetting <laughs> Three days. amount of time. Yeah, it was. I was concerned, but um, yeah, she didn't sleep for a while <laughs> playing Minecraft. Jesus! And oh yeah, collected I'm like of that. three of every animal for some reason. And like the first one she was trying <laughs> to get back to her house was foxes, and no one was awake to give her better ideas. But she built like a one by one <laughs> diagonal, so it's like crooked in squares <laughs> sky bridge so that she could go across put a leash on a fox that was in this biome that the bridge took her to and get it back to her house in the other biome <laughs> over this bridge and she kept they kept falling off and dying <laughs> and she was just up all night doing this <laughs> she ended up, oh. that was she didn't want to play any other game with us we were all trying to play other games and she didn't want to play anything else and so she finished her house and we did not know that that meant collecting three of every animal to also put in the house but it did and it took days because she didn't do anything else <laughs> I just love this game it's great anyone can find their their thing here and do that <laughs> and Gary thing that day that three days <laughs> <laughs> with three of every animal <laughs> one better than the ark <laughs> three of every animal it's amazing <laughs> oh yeah I was just oh. Notch has spoken to me I must bring three of every animal to my house <laughs> I'll have to ask about that and report back but um <laughs> It is so odd. Crazy. Yeah, I do specifically remember the number three, though, in laughing. Oh. <laughs> I didn't question it. <laughs> uh, didn't even have to be uh, at least one of one 
uh, gender and uh, two of the other gender. Could the just animal- have been three of the same gender. <laughs> Animals in Minecraft don't have gender. They, no, you cannot breed just- them. No, there, there just needs okay. to be two of them, and they need to smash <laughs> be t- together, and then you okay. get a third one. No, no, you just have to feed them. Yes. Yeah, and and, right? and then you get the hearts, and and, yeah. and and then you close your eyes and imagine they're smashing together, and then there's a third <laughs> one when you open your eyes again. No, don't imagine them smashing together. They're Minecraft cows. <laughs> All right, Aethel, what have you got? Oh, my number two. Uh, my number two is dun 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. Fucking Battlefield 1942. God damn it, that fucking game. <laughs> it's it's like, it's 2001. I don't have the fucking internet. My cousin downloaded 1940, Battlefield 1942, the demo, which was a single island and you had to fight over it to capture points. I I'd remember never it. played capture points before. You, it was you had free, an aircraft carrier where everybody started spawning and then you got into airplanes or on boats and you drove towards the island and started capturing points. And for some reason, somebody could drive the fucking aircraft carrier. So there was always somebody who got into the aircraft carrier and just drove it into the goddamn island. Island or drove it next to the enemy battle uh, aircraft carrier. It was so fucking fun, and you could fly airplanes, and you had jeeps and Humvees and <laughs> tanks, and you were shooting at each other. It was so. It was fun. like surprisingly destructible for like a a free shooting yeah. game at the time, oh, like the palm was... trees and stuff. You could like yeah, take them yeah. down. Oh, it was so fucking fun, and I, I that song is stuck in my head because you had to wait in you. That was the theme song was the only thing you heard while you were waiting for a lobby to open up during the demo days, so you were just sat there listening to this. It's this fucking hyper shit song. Such a fucking hype song. I love that fucking game. I genuinely get excited just thinking about it. And what do you think happened? The fucking game comes out, and it's the first fucking game I buy. I instantly buy it and I moan and whine at my parents to let us fucking connect to the internet so I can play the other maps and I never played any of the other maps. I only kept playing the fucking island map because I love the <laughs> island map. <laughs> and then How made... long were you allowed to keep playing that before your parents got uh, decided that they needed to step in with your uh, competitivity issues? Oh, um, since that game doesn't really have a one-on-one kind of like feeling, the same as Quake and Counter-Strike has, mm-hmm. I was allowed to play that game. Uh, like, I wouldn't get really annoyed. It's more of a group effort, less uh, individualized. So you don't like one-on-one combat? <laughs> no. You're, you're, you're... I play even now with a lot of people that don't like competitive shooting games, and we've all downloaded Battlefield. What's the one that's like the old school one with... It's like World War One, I, I think. I want to say Battlefield One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that might be it. Because um, I think I've I played that. I played that a lot. Yeah, that one's pretty good, and uh, yeah, they can tolerate it, and they've actually enjoyed it because it it really is kind of like Battlefield is one of those games where it's not as sweaty as other games tend to be. <laughs> yeah, you, 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 <laughs> it's less personal. Yeah, yeah. You, you're that's as for sure. a team trying to capture points, and if you die, it's not a big deal. You respawn in ten to fifteen seconds. And I, I loved that game. And then they made Battlefield 2048, if I remember correctly, which was like a future game or 2108. No, and that I think game that's was coming out. No, no, no. That's old, dude. Like 10 really? years ago. Probably They've got more. a new one. They're doing it again then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, they're, they're probably making another They're doing future another one, future one soon, yeah. I, I love the other future one. Uh, I, I, but 
Battlefield 1942 has a special place in my heart, just that goddamn theme song. And then Battlefield 2 just wasn't as good. And then Battlefield 3, they had like jets and shit. And it was just stupid. (laughs) I played Bad Company. I just sucked at the game because like the guns were different than Halo. And that was the game I was good at. And uh, Mm. like Call of Duty sniping, I could never do. But Halo, I really could. (laughs) If, if, If it's hit scan, I'm good. Um, but it took me a long time to learn any game that had any kind of realistic gun physics or anything <laughs> like that, which sometimes yeah. was Call of Duty or Battlefield, depending on. But the no, gun. my my love starts and ends with 1942. Uh, I enjoyed the future one a little bit, but when it came out, it never caught on less like Battlefield One uh, 1942 did. It just, I think that yeah. was accessible to a lot of people too because they did release the Free Island. Oh, the island was so good. It was so new. Like I played like, that a lot too. I didn't even realize that they later released a version of the game that you pay more, more for. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I do remember the island very, very vividly. It's it, like it was the first like like big team uh, multiplayer game I remember. It yeah. might have been the first really big one that wasn't just an MMO. And, and it yeah. was still kind of uh, like paced well, you know, fast yeah. paced. Uh, and I basically haven't touched Battlefield in in years now. Like Battlefield One and whatever else has come out, uh, it's just not it's not for me. But I love that one. I was a kid enough that I had enough free time to just just learn how to fly planes and just fly in circles and just shoot at jeeps. This is the most nostalgic feeling: free time. Mm. Right. <laughs> oh, oh, remember? Do you guys remember? When we had free time. Do you guys remember having free time? <laughs> no. Yeah. No, that's mine. It's not much no. to say. That's just mine. <laughs> All right, Kessie, what is what is your top spot? My top spot is Journey. Yes, it Ooh. is multiplayer. Yeah, technically, technically. Yeah. even if you could just connect to one random person in the internet, it is <laughs> uh, it is very beautiful. It is emotional. It is a uh, um, like. One thing I very much valued about it is that is uh, like after all this gaming with uh, with World of Warcraft and, and stuff like um, where everything became um, people just shouting at each other, yeah, you suck and stuff like that. In Journey, you had <laughs> no language. Um, you could not like it was not competitive. You could, but you could still bond with other people through non communication, mm-hmm. which was really beautiful. And um, like just the fact that there was no negativity except for like what. You know, uh, the gameplay throughout you, like you could use your, uh, you lose your scarf, uh, your ability to fly, and then you would just wander around waiting for someone else to help you fly again. Um, yeah, it it was a very wholesome, wholesome game, and uh, I really loved it. I have really fond memories. Like I, I would, there was a time in my life where I would play through the game like almost once a day. What? <laughs> I mean, it's only just like a three-hour game or something. If you if you really uh, sat down uh, and did it. It's <laughs> a very short game. <laughs> no, it's a very short game. It's not very long, but like um, if, if you just stay on the route, but like the game is designed to make you explore and um, discover all kinds of stuff that just hid in the, in the desert or in whatever parts of the game they have there. So... Uh, and then I, um, while I was playing it, I also joined some uh, forum communities of the company that created the game. And there were people that were just constantly working on techniques 
on on um, using the flight abilities to get out of the boundaries of the the constraints of the um, maps they created. So you could just fly <laughs> over the over the walls and uh, look at all the stuff they hit there, which which was really cool because they actually hit stuff there. <laughs> <laughs> Like sometimes you, in, in the game, you would just wander past a window and you saw stuff off in the distance. Uh, when you flew over those walls, you could actually go through the, those places and see those things that you saw there, which was really cool. Yeah. Uh, as long as you like it was even more fun when you had a partner and you somehow through non-communication managed to communicate to them that you wanted to go to the areas that you weren't supposed to go to. And when when you just... When you just clicked with that person and they knew exactly what you were trying to do, um, that was a really beautiful moment. And those things really stuck with me. That's really cute. <laughs> so many fond memories. Journey is available on Steam now, I yeah, think. Yeah, it is yes. currently on discount. I was about to say, like, you send us a message like, hey, it's on discount. Oh, yeah, for future listeners, it's not on discount, sorry. Um, <laughs> Three months later, the... it's, it's on discount again. <laughs> this may have been recorded a year ago. <laughs> We Maybe. don't know uh, when uh, any of this, this is going out. At, 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 the, at the time of release, this may or may not be on discount. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've, I've always um, I've always appreciated the kind of weird experimental nature that was going on in the PlayStation 3 around this era. You had games like Flower, which was it's literally the same company. Just, yeah, oh, it's the same company even. Yeah, it, yeah. The, the, it's called That Game Company and they got a contract with uh, PlayStation that they, um, they would... Uh, the PlayStation would sponsor three games that they would uh, create. The first one was um, something with microorganisms. Flow, Flo, exactly. Flow. Yeah. And then Flower and or, or like the other way around and then Journey. And yeah. Um, yeah. The, the deal was that uh, they would get exclusivity. So um, everyone, everything was bound to, uh, the uh, Journey was bound to the PlayStation 3 mm-hmm. um, or later the PlayStation 4. Uh, and it only recently got released as um, on Steam, like last year, I think. That's yeah, when it's it came beautiful. Out. It is super beautiful. And I, um, when I play indie games, I notice a lot of times the moments when they took inspiration from Journey and <laughs> made something out of it. Like I noticed <laughs> it when I was playing um, Spirit of the North and Rocky. I was about to say. I, I noticed it in both <laughs> games. I was like, huh, this is exactly Journey. <laughs> yeah, J- Journey just had this like just otherworldly feeling to it. It it just, I, I think it came out at the right time to just like, we, we there was so much garbage going on at the time. Just <laughs> It was, was super good. wholesome. And I, and I really loved the amount of, of um, thought and details they put into it. Like I, I have the art book and I read the, the art book and um, they... The um, composer, Austin Wintory, actually said in an interview that he made it so that when you could play the game alone, if -hmm. you played offline or you just didn't find someone, but that they made it so that the music tracks would have fewer instruments than if you actually played with someone together. So as soon as you played with someone, you had a more intense feeling to to being with with a companion. So it rewarded you for having a companion. So I love that. It is super. Sweet. I love little nuances yes. in parts of the game that you wouldn't necessarily mm-hmm. think of because, like, uh, unfortunately, the adage is if, if you're doing your job well, no one knows you're doing it. And yes. unfortunately, things like soundscaping and direction often disappear in a game when people think about how mm-hmm. good something is. Um, I'm listening to like a podcast right now because I can only listen to one a year. That's that's just 
the only way I ever get through any fucking podcasts. <laughs> um, noticing how much, because I'm more aware of music these days, um, thanks Neil, um, <laughs> that I'm noticing that the music adds something massive to it and it's very easily lost. And that's a very cool thing to have in the back of your mind, like deliberately designing that in. That is very cool. I love it. But you're right, like the artwork is incredible. Like it's such a... Like, I'm just literally looking at all, like, the palettes and everything. It's like, this is just really nice. Yeah. It spawned, uh, as I said, a lot of uh, inspiration for indie games and a lot of indie games took mm. from it, which I really much appreciate. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you enjoyed, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's got that, like, kind of beautiful, wandering, puzzle-solving aspect to it that, like, really wasn't around at that time. It really did popularize. It's not even puzzle-solving. You you're not actually pu solving any puzzles. You're just... Um, gathering like parts of a scarf to be able to, uh, well, you you just stand next to those uh, flying um, cloth thingies which mm -hmm. activate um, bridges over and, and like the, the, there's no puzzles involved. Like you don't need to rack your brain to activate those things. You just fly okay. to those things and you're touching them activates those things and then you activate the bridge and uh, then you get on to the next level. They wanted to make the gameplay as simple as possible and uh, focus entirely on the emotions that you feel um, passing from one level to the other. So, like, the entire color palette of every level is um, adjusted to play to certain emotions they wanted to, you to feel in certain moments. And even at the end of the level, they always made it so that faded to white, so that after the level you got cleansed of everything you just felt. <laughs> There are so much thought and uh, design process, like um, little things that were put into it that made it uh, like roundabout a really beautiful game. I'm I'm jealous that you can talk this much about your favorite game because <laughs> my favorite game, I don't know anything about it. I just know it's my favorite. <laughs> I love it. Full stop. Yep. Yeah, you bought the fucking art book. <laughs> yes, and it is uh, like, it's genuinely one of my thickest art books. It's like 200 pages, I think. I mean, I, I really love when, when um, indie games actually have art books that are more than 20 pages and not just digital downloads. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I actually reached out to the makers of Rookie and asked if they have an art book and they said they have one and it's only 20 to 30 pages and it's a digital download on Steam. And I was like, oh, guys, <laughs> this I, I, is not I, how you sell your game. No. You just no. sent them like, like back like, why are you blue balling me like this, man? Why are you blue balling me, man? <laughs> The, the, I reached out to the creative director and they said that's actually um, a thought for the next game. They will de definitely keep it in mind. Yeah. <laughs> it, it It is like the, the whole act of publishing the book that I can yeah. imagine. It, it is like you're going for digital download because you don't have the money to make a physical fucking version. It's, it's Not only just, that, like oh, um, making physical art books is actually rather cheap, but it's more the sending out it that it's like a hassle. Yeah. yeah. Since you yes. have an international yeah. audience. It's annoying. <laughs> and I recently found out that Banner Saga has an art book and I was like, <gasps> hmm? but the, the 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 shipping from the US is like 20 euro. And I'm like, Oof. no, <laughs> not yet. So those of you thinking of cool things to buy Kessie as Next a gift. Next year. Art books. Yes. <laughs> Next year, art books. <laughs> oh, that's cute. Just say, it looks beautiful. Um, all right, Neil. My game got? is a game that does not reward you for having friends. Oh, no! <laughs> it is, 
It is. It's a chicken horse. Fully beautiful <laughs> if you look at it under certain light. Um, oh, <laughs> black light. My favorite <laughs> multiplayer game has got to be Trouble Uh-oh. in Terrorist Town, a ah. Gary's mod game. <laughs> It's so fun uh, to watch people play. <laughs> it's so fun to get to play. Oh, is that the variation of what you tried to play with us last time? The the werewolf thingy? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So this is like Among Us before Among Us. This is yeah. um, an old, old <laughs> yes. social deduction game that is still kind of, you know, got a lot of people making mods and stuff, I think, for it. The thing about this is that anyone can make a mod for for this game and the pool for mods is large and weird and <laughs> wild it's large and very shallow <laughs> very shallow <laughs> um, so yeah. there's there's a bunch of weird stuff that you can do and so for the people who don't know what TTT is trouble in terrorist town is essentially a game where There's a detective. He's the good guy. He's like the leader of the innocent team. And there's usually like two traitors, right? Uh, In a group of like five to seven people. And they all have, there's different things that can happen. There's different things that interact in different ways with certain things. For example, there's one role that's a traitor role that's called the hypnotist. And it's a special traitor. And it doesn't really get an items shop like that the rest of the traders do because item shops are really cool. You get really dumb downloads on steam, really dumb things that people have made and you put them in your game and they're amazing and they're fun and they kind of help you win the game. And they're, they're, they're just fun. Remote explosives, uh, guns that don't look like guns. Barnacles uh, that just suck you into the ceiling and eat you. (laughs) Just dumb shit. Amazing. So fucking fun. Just, Goofy, uh, goofy stuff. There's infinity things. We have so our mod list is crazy huge. It's very good. Um, I love playing that game. But in any sense, the hypnotist has a special ability where they get a defibrillator that brings back a dead person and makes them into a traitor. So they do not retain their original role. They are brought onto the traitor <laughs> thing. <laughs> Also, like zombies, oh that do th- we have a mad scientist that has a zombification device that can bring back a corpse and make it into a zombie. And zombies like a special monster team thing. And there's also vampires. <laughs> it, like, there's so much stuff. There's a drunk who doesn't remember their role until much later into the game. <laughs> um, there's an old man who is not on a team but only has one HP. So they literally just like... <laughs> try to run and hide probably there's jesters who if you kill the person on this team who can do no damage to anyone but has to kind of make themselves look suspicious in order to get killed to activate their special win condition so some of them if you kill them the game just ends and they win some of them if you kill them they get your role and then you're the swapper so you do don't no damage um and then roles kind of get swapped around the table and different things happen so it's the roles just get nightmare. really wild. It's, uh, it's it's a really really fun game, and I've played this game a bunch of times on land. It's like when like you get together like before te- for eight computers, you just 
play and you're all in the same room and mm-hmm. nobody can see each other's screen and you're just yelling at people for doing <laughs> dumb shit. It's just like, just like, why are you holding that gun? Why do you have that gun? We all agreed we're only going to have pistols today. And it's just like, no, no, you're all dummies. There's terrorists out it, there and I'm going to have a gun. Is, <laughs> half of it is just kind of bullshitting around, you know. You have to like <laughs> suss the person out, and but all of these things make it nearly impossible. You got to be so sure, you know, before you kill anyone because the jester's trying to get killed. You got to be very careful of monsters. Um, you get pen- penalized for killing a random person and them being innocent. Like if you kill another innocent, you like the next round you do less damage. So those things you can uh, these. Uh, decentivize what's the word I'm, you know yeah decentivize yeah I'm this, moving on this, from the big word this, this game is is your social deduction game but on fucking crack dude yes, like, it gets wild so many things <laughs> like, happen sometimes it legitimately is confusing when all of the roles just swap and people are different things it's it, it just it's magic it looks very simple <laughs> on the surface but there's just so much no it doesn't well, it's it, vanilla. Exist. It's pretty simple. All right. Yeah, but yeah. the mods but like like depending old on school what werewolf or mafia. Like I understand those rules. There's there's some people out to kill the other people, and if they kill all of you before you figure out who it is, they win. Those are the rules I understand. <laughs> this this is a level on his own, my friend. <laughs> but if you're curious as to this game, why I enjoy it, go watch some YouTube channels that play this. Yogg's Cast is a good one. I watched them a whole bunch. Um, <laughs> and it's just a good game because half of it is goofy. It's not It's not a game you take serious. You know, when I play Among Us, no. No. I'm scared if I'm the bad guy. <laughs> I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, I'm freaking out. In this game, I'm not because I've probably got some fun shit that I'm going to do. And I'm just going to make a joke out of it. It's fun. I have different options available to me. But it's it's just the goofy game, you know what I mean? Trouble in Terrace Town feels much more like yeah, relaxed than silly. Um, Half of it is like RP ish, you know? Yeah, <laughs> you're just goofing yeah. off. There's nothing more fun than being the detective and buying the Sherlock Holmes hat and everybody getting mad at you for wasting points. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> No, no, no. I'm the detective. I have to look like one so you guys will respect me. And it's just like, I don't respect you. You wasted money on the hat. <laughs> you can do anything. It's amazing. The options in this game are only limited. It's the imaginations of the strange people who know how to make add-ons for the who game. Who make the mods, yeah. <laughs> and God bless them. Ah. <laughs> uh. This game does not reward you for having friends. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Review by Neil Martin. <laughs> I love this game. It's, it's I, 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 I kind of enjoy and also kind of loathe social deduction games. Like I enjoy it, especially if I am the trader, um, because I just like fucking with people. <laughs> I like getting people to believe in me and then dashing their hopes. Um, He's a long con but person. I always like, just stay around to yes. the end of the game. Yep. Not kill anyone until everyone gets very suspicious of yep. everyone else but me, yep. who's been with the detective the whole game and could not be bad, right? <laughs> she couldn't Just be kidding, evil. She couldn't be. She couldn't be the resistance person. I think we're playing. I think we're playing a resistance type game. Um, <laughs> but I also 
I also have the worst memory of playing um, social deduction games. Um, and that was when we had a Christmas game with uh, Athos <laughs> family. And it was entirely in Icelandic. And I'm like, I cannot tell shit. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot tell what anyone is doing because they're all just talking really fast. <laughs> a strange language. I'm like, I cannot play this game anymore. I'm sorry. You're all <laughs> lying. not fun. <laughs> You're all full of shit. You're That's right, right? Am, am I the traitor? And I couldn't do anything as the traitor because I couldn't signal to anyone I wanted to kill anyone. It's <laughs> like, fuck's sake. We're not playing those again. <laughs> All right. Who have we got left? Aethel? No, it's you first. Why me first? That's the order you did the first round. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with Borderlands. I love how wacky and crazy that game is. I like how there are a ridiculous amount of guns that will do stupid shit. I love watching my teammates run in there while I am the siren and I have a gun that does uh, shield melty damage, blowing up one of the enemies with a headshot and watching my companion's shield disappear in the middle of combat. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I also like the fact I can be a sniper and I get to sit back and watch the chaos unfold before me. I like being able to alternative with a sniper rifle from long range into a shotgun as my secondary weapon. I love that shit. I love how crazy that game is. I love I love the stupid names and pun names that all the bosses have and I love the shit out of it. I like how it doesn't take itself seriously. I also, in the playthrough of Borderlands 2, which I think I did with Aethel fairly recently, we realised that whatever the hell it is, the woman that comes back from game one is just clearly a drug addict and we're making her worse. <laughs> It's fun and I love it. <laughs> and that goes for Borderlands 1 and Borderlands 2. Um, I have a lot of fun memories of playing that with lots of different people. Uh, I played with Skag and Rethix, um one time and we were all getting very drunk. I got so shit-faced that I fell out of the place that I was playing in the garage at the time. I came back into the house. I fell down on the stairs. I didn't go back in because I was too drunk. And the game was great. I remember being amazing at it. I remember how I just headshot everything and they were getting mad at me because I was dropping their shields. It's fun. <laughs> Whose shield are you dropping in your in your imaginary world where you were drunk as shit and also the best sniper in the world? <laughs> I am the best sniper in the world. Um, in my imaginary drunk world, even when I'm not, uh, I love playing snipers um, yeah. in any sort of game, to be honest. Um, but in Borderlands 2, you can do um, some of your projectiles, depending on the weapons that you have, take away people's shields. It drops their shields down by doing like an explosion or shit. Um, but that, if you do it as an AOE, also takes down the shield of your companions. Ah, so that would explain why I kept dying in our run-through of Borderlands 2. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you never told me this. I'm genuinely learning no, this now. I thought you knew. I, I know. No, you were so I, mad at I me. I never understood why I was such a shit fuck. Like, why I just instantly died anytime I ran into a room. <laughs> it's because I had your sniper trained on the back of my head, just plowing away my shield. I was not shooting you I was shooting the enemy me, you were running me, to because I thought me. killing it before you got to it was you funny you just admitted that when you're playing Left 4 Dead you do little else than shoot your friends I'm <laughs> that, not going to believe that you play differently in Borderlands it's because they run in front of my shotgun uh-huh. it's not my fault uh-huh. you stand behind me when I have a shotgun them's are the rules uh-huh. with snipering in Borderlands just Decide not to play a character that runs in because I will melt their shields. 
and yours. You took a precision weapon <laughs> and did the yeah. one thing possible <laughs> to it that would make it into a hazard for mm-hmm. everyone in front mm-hmm. of you, the person with the longest range weapon. Yes. <laughs> it's 10 out of 10, shotgun. IGN. 10 out of 10. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I just love how wacky it is. I love the characters in it. I ha- I just I love a lot about Borderlands and Borderlands Two. Um, I have a lot of fond memories of that game, and yeah, I can't play it for more than a few hours before I'm like, no, I kind of done with this looter shooter shit. But like the few hours that I do play it for, I'm like, I enjoy, I enjoy it a lot. So yeah, that's that's my my top ish game. <laughs> All right, Aethel, what have you got? Um, honorable mentions. Uh, <laughs> I was going to leave them to last. I, I, I find doing the honorable mentions at last being weird. So I'm going to do them before I do my top one. <laughs> okay, well, you're going to make the rest of us for wood when we do our honorable mentions last. I'm okay with that. You shot me in the back of the head while we're playing Borderlands. I don't care. <laughs> I did not shoot you. Uh-huh. All right. It's not my fault that you're in splash damage range. All right. If you're going to make me feel bad about it, I'll go for my number one first. All right. <sighs> So, uh, when I was younger, we used to play a land. We used to land a lot. It was just the thing we did. And we'd probably land like maybe four times a year. We would manage to get somebody's garage. We would all come together on a Friday evening and just play Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And then like everybody takes the computers home at the end of Sunday. And we'd play a variety of games. We'd play Red Alert 2. We'd play Counter-Strike. We'd play... um, just a, I got a whole host of just dumb games. Um, and there's one game that just stands above and beyond all the others. And that would be Alien vs. Predator 2. That game is something else. Playing multiplayer, playing specially a LAN. It, because you have... It wasn't the best game when we started playing it. Because everybody was either playing the Predator or the Alien. Because... Those are the alien races. Like, that's fun. But then, in my memory, it's me, but I, it definitely could be um, <laughs> hero syndrome. You want to be the, the center of your stories. I decided to play a human with a smart gun, which auto-aims, and it tore through the aliens. The aliens could not get close to you anymore. And then it became humans versus aliens, and everybody stopped playing the Predator. And that may have been some of the funnest fucking things we've ever done because the game is very dark and the aliens are very fucking sneaky. They can run on walls and you have the little like sensor, the beep beep sensor. So you you can hear somebody running around. Somebody's in the fucking vents and you're, you've got your goddamn gun and you run, out of, you run out of smart ammo so you only have the pulse rifle and you can hear the goddamn alien somewhere and you're just freaking out. But you're playing Alan. Like you shouldn't be this tense. You shouldn't be this scared. But it's so fun. It's so fun. And the best game mode by far was Infection, uh, where one person starts as an alien, and everybody else starts as the human. And every human the alien kills becomes an alien. Thusly, the aliens slowly outnumber the humans, because we learned how to play. So it became really hard to be the alien. Like you could only really get the humans the first like first two minutes of the map 
after that, everybody had gotten together. They were a huge human group that was impossible to break apart. And then the humans started doing dumb things intentionally, like, okay, I'm going to run a circle real quick. And like the aliens got to try to get me and I have to try to survive while we do that. And that was so fucking fun. We start making up our own rules and old scenarios where we had to play within the rules. And it was just so fucking fun. And I, I, we did that like three or four lands in a row, just literally nothing but Alien versus Predator. And it was so fucking fun. <laughs> so yeah, my top game, Alien versus Predator 2. Do it, uh, play it on a land, play survival, humans versus aliens. It's fucking fantastic. And if anybody plays Predator, you just bully him. Just bully him for playing the most boring auto-aim garbage <laughs> race and tell him to play something fun like humans or aliens. <laughs> I'd literally never played it. The only, like, anything in that, like, franchise, the only thing I've played, I think, was a few hours of isolation, and then I just couldn't. couldn't I love isolation. Anymore. That one's so good. That's not a multiplayer game, but no. I do love that game. It's a very spooky game. I love the Alien I series. You can cope with that. You can cope? It was too <laughs> spooky for you? Aww. No, I... It wasn't that. I just, I just, I have, I sometimes have a problem with like quick moving stuff and like when you eventually have to do anything with stealth, um, I just, I suck at like whatever game has stealth in it. I'm fucked. It's so difficult. That game. We're not going to talk about this game. That game. Let's talk about a solo player game. Also, single player in Alien vs. Predator 2, fantastic. You can play as the entire story as alien, human, and predator. You do it in that order, and it's yeah. They each have fun. like their individual storylines, yeah, right? Yeah. Like so, I, I've I've picked up through osmosis and from my friends that have played it, like yeah. the basic gist of like you play through each of the like the the story modes, like yeah. depending on like whether you're human or whatever it is, and then it's just like a like a fucking <laughs> battle royale of bullshit uh, when you hit like um, PvP group modes. All right, honorable mentions because there's nothing more to say about this because I'm the only one who played it. <laughs> the only one who's played it. I only saw my ex uh, play it. It looked like fun. Oh, it's so much fun. Like, it, it requires a group of more than four. That's the problem. Like, you need to be like six, seven for it to be really, really fun because otherwise the levels are too big and empty. But, oh, does it get fucking good. And don't play with a fucking expansion pack. I don't know what the hell it is about it, but it just makes it less fun. <laughs> I, I concur when, like, for example, like Left 4 Dead 1 often has the download shit that makes like mechanics from Left 4 Dead 2 in it. Like, don't do that either. Like, downloads for multiplayers, don't do it. It's bad. <laughs> why, why are you bringing this back to Left 4 Dead 1? <laughs> because how much you are just like, nope, Left 4 Dead 2 is better. Like, nope, don't download, yeah. don't download that yeah. for yeah, Left 4 Dead 1. Because Valve it doesn't need put it. effort and work into uh, adding and making Left 4 Dead better. <laughs> The expansion pack was a money grab with the uh, and the mechanical robot thing that Ridley uses in the second movie. Like that's all they added. It was just oh the the, the grabber yeah, yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, they they added yeah. that and just some a couple of like garbage guns. I don't remember. Like I I just remember the expansion pack ruining it. Oh. All right then, Ethel. Let's yeah. do let's do let's do your honorable mentions before you explode. <laughs> Uh, I'm 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 teetering on the edge. Um, uh, the first one is my one and only MMO that I ever played and enjoyed, which would be EverQuest Two. I don't know what it is about that game. 
I just like it. It find it soothing. It's fun. It's got beautiful music, but it was very much like a Vow clone. Like they were very much trying to cash in on the Vow thing. So yeah. it just didn't work. It never became huge. I think it's still around. Uh, a free to play yeah. version of it now. Did the and... request come out after Wow? EverQuest 2. EverQuest oh. 1 was... Uh... Yeah, that was... Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I just enjoyed that game. I thought its gnolls were fantastic. I thought its monsters were fantastic. I thought its world was huge and beautiful, and I really liked that game. But it's like... I don't I don't like MMOs. I, I find them to be uh, Skinner boxes that make me sad when I realize I'm in a Skinner box. What is a Skinner um, box? Uh, Skinner box is... Uh, it was a guy who trained rats to press a button to get treats, but eventually oh. he took the treats away. But the rats oh, okay. keep pressing the button mm-hmm. because they've just been now conditioned to press mean. the button. Okay. And nothing's good coming out of it. And they're not enjoying it anymore. And they're not happy to press the button, but they've been conditioned to press the button. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the, uh, I've been like four years free of World of Warcraft. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. Like it is, it is that. Like. Yeah. There is a point where you are bouncing around Stormwind because you're waiting for a group to come together and you're not enjoying the bouncing around and you know the group is going to suck. Yeah. <laughs> but it used to be fun. You used to get treats when yeah. you press the button, but you don't get any more. But maybe one day. Uh, then I want to give a shout out to Team Fortress 2, probably the best just battle royale uh, multiplayer game. Just such a mess, so fun. It it was great back when I played it. It's apparently like moved in a different direction. I don't know. I don't care. I enjoyed it back then. And then more recent game, games that have come out in the last four years, maybe five years. That would be Players Unknown Battleground or PUBG, as it's known. That's Is this Puck? Fun. No, it's not Puck. It's oh. PUBG. <laughs> uh, Is this Puck? It's that I played that game a lot with my friends. I probably have more than like 300 real played hours in that game. Uh, But once again, I get salty and competitive, even though I was playing in groups and it just stopped being fun for me. That is one of Uh, those. And and then the most saltiest (laughs) of all salty games, and that's League of Legends. I still have to give it like every time I play it, I get hooked in it again and then I get salty as shit. (laughs) And then I have to stop playing. So angry. <laughs> so, so angry. Law makes you so angry. But it's one of the few games you could play with your brothers because they both play it. Yep, yep. They both play it and both of them are pretty good, which makes up for my shitty saltiness. <laughs> no. You you salt enough for all four of us. <laughs> well, yeah, that's my honourable mentions. Uh, I, I would jump straight in after that. Uh, League is one of my one of my favorite games. I have played a lot, a lot, a lot of hours in it. I went from World of Warcraft to League of Legends, which is why I have so many hours in there. Every Friday night for about two years running was me, my partner, and my best friend playing League of Legends absolutely shit-faced, um, which was great. I refused to play anything other than Annie because I thought she was cute and it was funny. Um, and I wrecked fools, and then I also sucked. That was how the games were. We were incredible or we were shit and we didn't care because we were drunk and it was a lot of fun um i'm gonna shout diablo uh two and three because the only ones i played diablo 2 was one of the first online games ever played um and that was brought for me by a friend um and then i stopped playing it for like three years and then i figured out computer games rock um (laughs) i have a lot of fun memories of diablo 
Um, there is a clip online on Skagas channel of when we completed a Heroic Rift. We've been playing for 26, we'd just been streaming for 26 hours and I'd already been awake for an hour or so. And the last thing of that night was completing a one of the rifts with 0.02 seconds on the timer. And there was this visible relief on both of us and we were like, all right, we've done it. We have to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love Diablo. I love the world and I love the setting of Diablo. Um, they've kind of messed it up a little bit for me in 3, just the way that it went and it wasn't quite as fun as 2, mainly because they didn't have necromancers and necromancers were fucking amazing. Um, but they took that out of 2, so I'll forever be angry. Um, we were here. We were here too. Mm. We were here also, whatever the other <laughs> one is called. Um, they were fun. I played those with Aethel. Um, I, they, they were fun. They yeah. were a lot of fun. I enjoy puzzle games. I have some games. very good memories of those. You do. They're one of the only times I've actually enjoyed it because I was playing it with somebody else and you were getting infuriated and I thought it was funny. And then we, yeah, it was fun. It was good times. Um, and then a game that doesn't exist anymore. You actually can't get it. You can't play it. I have the link to it. Um, and <laughs> it's a three-player game called uh, Lord of the Rings War in the North. You play as an elf. One of you play um, an elf mage. You played as a human hunter, uh, ranger person, and you played as a dwarf melee fighter. And I love the shit out of the game. The story was good. It was one of the few times that it actually had a proper co-op story for three people. And that was always the problem we had is that our kind of group when we were in that era of playing games there were three of us and it was impossible to find a good co-op and this one did it it was fun it has my one of my favorite dwarven lines which in there like not everything that glitters is gold but this is um i love that i love that so much there were hidden things all the way around the game and the storyline was good and it was parallel and i enjoyed it like i'm not a huge fan of the lord of the rings but this game i love the shit out of um but it's not really in my top three mainly because it's not playable anymore i can download it but i'd have to play it on my own and that's just sad so i'm not gonna do that yeah and that's that's my honorable mentions um just because mine also shared league of legends every time you mention the uh lord of rings game i think of golden axe like the old sega genesis game somebody out there this was for pc yeah somebody out there like uh (laughs) Appreciates my reference to like my call to that game, but uh, <laughs> not this audience. <laughs> not this audience. No. Um, all right, Cassie, what have you got? Any honorable I mentions? Have... Yes, I do. Uh, my honorable mention is uh, a game called Fliff or uh, Fly FF, Fly for Fun, um, which came out uh, two years after WoW and was um, the first MMO that actually had flying um, as a mechanic in it. And uh, built its entire world around it. Um, it was a really fun uh, little game. Like you had to get level up to I don't know level ten or twenty or something to get the flying capabilities. But it was a lot of fun to do it. Uh, I I I think I played it while I was um, having a WoW break for whatever reason. I don't remember exactly the reason. Because <laughs> you ran out of money. Maybe. <laughs> 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 but like um, the the flying mechanics was really fun, but the gameplay itself was rather repetitive. But it had like this cool mechanic that you could level up um, skills by like the more you use the skill, the higher level it would grow, which was really cool. Um, 
I remember I played a healing class, but like the healing class also had like a, um, a sub, like it, it split up into two uh, paths, which was either focused entirely on healing or focused on damage. And like as a, uh, you could theoretically unlock both classes entirely if you just use the skills often enough, um, because the, the, the skills would level up as much as a, you, you used to. So as a healer, your skill would level up faster than your damage skills, but you would still have some kind of levels in, in, the, um, in the damage skills because occasionally as a healer, you need to defend yourself, <laughs> which was a really cool mechanic. Uh, and I don't think I ever encountered that in any other game so far. Um, no I I do remember there was always a competition between when I did uh, raiding for 10 and we had only two healers me as a a resto druid and my buddy of mine as a disco priest um, discipline priest we used to have a competition who could get the most damage as a healer (laughs) (laughs) so I would be spamming out fucking moonbeams while like he was just doing pain word death whatever the fuck it is Uh, we were the only two competing in our healer class, but yeah, although ours never leveled with like how much we used them, it was just like, can we do this at the same time? It definitely wasn't a mechanic and it wasn't a smart move. <laughs> sometimes I, I do remember that sometimes I left my computer on the entire night and just stuck a, like something on the F key that would trigger the healing effect to level up the skills. <laughs> and like at higher levels, I, I don't remember how high the levels get went, but like at the higher levels, even an entire night of just pressing that skill repetitively would not get you uh, an entire level up like maybe i don't know five to ten percent up it was a lot of feeling that you required to to get that up a a lot (laughs) my other honorable mention is uh, a game from i think from from korea Uh, it's called blade and soul um because it's really pretty and it was um uh, it actually had like really squishy characters, which I really like. Not 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 squishy in that you could easily knock them out, but like um, when when the characters moved, their entire like um, the the their attire and their clothes and everything had weight to them. So when it moved, like it would um, turn along with it, which I found really impressive and like it interacted with other players. I think. Which was I really think cute. you just enjoy fluffy things that like bounce <laughs> and, and, and and like oh well, yeah well. you just like bouncy <laughs> shit. It had cat people in it, and they had really fluffy tails, and the, ca- the tails would just bounce around. It was so cute. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I, I rest my case, Your Honor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I think I'm just a sucker for game mechanics, like unique game mechanics. Mm. <laughs> You want some fucking unique game mechanics? Play um, Urban Dead. It's a text-based, massive multiplayer online zombie game. You know my is... aversion to large amount of text, right? Uh, <laughs> your favorite game is Journey. I could have surmised. <laughs> no text. <laughs> uh... All right, Neil. Have you got any honorable mentions worth bringing up? Um, I remember liking Donkey Kong Country multiplayer. That's an old school one. Um, Ultimate Chicken Horse. I love that one. <laughs> it's been good. It was really it's been good, good to us. <laughs> it is a ridiculous game. <laughs> the Burger King Big Bumpin' game was good. And, um... 
I believe you've oh. mentioned this before because yeah. I was just yeah. as nonplussed last time. Yeah, no, no, he I'm... talked about Sneak King last time. Big Bumpin' is a different <laughs> I thing. I didn't. I don't know about that one. But Big Bumpin' was oh, good. God. It's like an over-the-top bumper cars. Um, there were many different games you could play on it. It was very good. They had bots, so you could play it with bots if you didn't have friends. But it was Aww. very good, and this is the point in my life before I'd done any drugs Aww. to enhance such things that you might suspect you would need to enjoy a game like Burger King Big Bumpin'. So just to know, this was good. Just as... Without drugs. Go find this. Go find this and play it. It's good. It's you don't have drugs. Free. Play this it's, game. You can probably just Gets you find the same effect. someone will give you a copy of Big Bumpin'. From when they, that was the thing. I'm not gonna go into Reykjavik and randomly ask someone for a copy of Big Bumpin'. Uh, <laughs> may get me in trouble. A game that is very expensive now, but I enjoy the multiplayer on both versions of this: the Xbox version and the N64 version of Conker's Bad Fur Day. Had very good multiplayer and very different multiplayer from one another. The old N64 Conker's Bad Fur Day multiplayer was very cool. Xbox 360, the Xbox, it wasn't 360, Xbox version, way different. <laughs> way overcomplicated, maybe. Um, neat, but harder to get into. But that old classic, I love it. I literally have no <laughs> idea where any of those games are. <laughs> Conker's Bad Fur Day, it's a good one, V. Nope. It's a good one. It's it's like a it's it's the same level of obscurity for me as is your bump and grind like Burger King. I really want <laughs> I to share Kronk this game much. with you now though because it's it's so good. It, the <laughs> single player in this game like parodies so many movies and things. I love this. We, we should say see if we can get uh, Conquer's Bad Fur Day to be uh, emulated and get V to play it on uh, on stream. I can actually <laughs> I can do that legally because I actually own. Oh, it, yeah, it's expensive yeah, totally to find. Legal the copies of this but it's legal to play it if you have the like physical copy and I, 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 own I both. would never do anything than legally buy my copy at the local <laughs> well, stores well, I mean I'm just putting it out into the world <laughs> I know I know I'm joking <laughs> I, I'm, I'm referencing a dumb fucking thing me and V watched recently expensive to buy this I remember I picked this up when uh, blockbusters were going out they were going under and you could like pick up the N64 games for yeah. like basically like three of them for like five bucks they were I picked up Burger King. Not Burger King, sorry. I was distracted by the thing I thought <laughs> I was doing. Burger sorry. King from Blockbuster. <laughs> no, I picked up, uh, I picked up uh, Conker's Bad Fur Day in, in that thing, and now that game is expensive. If you go and find the N64 copy of Conker's Bad Fur Day, it's expensive. And the Xbox version as well is now very expensive. So those are like collectibles things now. And Didn't so I felt like I had to make a point that, like, I do actually own those. <laughs> Please don't get mad at me. I think I still have them downstairs. I might have. Because I really? still have all the stuff from my ex, and I remember we had that Yeah, that's a, that's a good collectible now. <laughs> it, it, it's it's legitimately, like, worth, like, they left you checking to see if you've got that. Because <laughs> <laughs> I might have to go through the stuff that is down there. <laughs> I love that game. I want to do... It's a good parody game. Very quickly... Because you reminded me by saying Burger King, one other game that is multiplayer that I love, but it's only really a co-op, uh, and that's Overcooked Lasagna. because of how angry everyone around me was getting. <laughs> it was fucking hilarious. I love Overcooked. I played that game solo. I love that game so fucking much. Um, yeah, that was that was just because you reminded me with Burger King. 
Aether won't play it with me and I'm so sad. Oh. <laughs> Vs shit at it. Fuck you, man. <laughs> no, there's a there's a point in fucking overcooked where you have to play on like the ice levels or whatever. And it oh, just yeah, that's the bad. game just becomes shit. I hate the ice levels. <laughs> uh, I need yeah. somebody who's better than me at video games to carry me through the levels that make me salty. And unfortunately <laughs> that is not V. <laughs> that is not me. <laughs> I'm I'm too busy having fun at how bad the ice level is. Um. <laughs> We're not here to um, have fun. We're here to get three stars at this goddamn level. Oh my god! Yeah, some of them are no. Some of them just can't. Um, I, I guess that's it then. We've done our honorable mentions. We've done a good range of games. We talked about our education systems, which <laughs> is becoming a bit of a fucking theme in our goddamn podcast. <laughs> we only did two hours. I think this might legitimately be the first time we have tangented on schools. I can probably cut 15 minutes out of that. <laughs> okay, well, if we're looking for a 12th episode, we could just go through them, just put together all the school rounds. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess that's it for this one. Um, so now we just need to pick who is going to be next. Um, uh, no, my... no, it wasn't the next. Wait, which one is this? The next one should be 12, oh. right? Oh, no, okay. Oh, no, we had just had a person last time. Yep. That's right, yeah. yeah Kessie yeah. wants to invite somebody over again. Kessie's done with our <laughs> shit. <laughs> Guys, this is Kessie's boring. Like, Can we have more guests, please? <laughs> <laughs> this three, four-way monogamy <laughs> bullshit is boring. <laughs> here, here. <laughs> All right. Let us uh, let us let's determine. Did with you the just say four-way monogamy? <laughs> yes, that was the joke. <laughs> All right, next up to choose a topic, shall we? Kessie. Oh, hey. oh, my God. Wait, no, Aethel, my bad. <laughs> Wait, That's Aethel. Me? Shit. Uh... I fucked up the alphabet. <laughs> I fucked it up, guys. <laughs> I'll, I'll do it again. Next up, shall we? Aethel. Oh, Nailed my it. God. What a random surprise. It is actually uh... Aethel's turn. Yeah. It oh, is. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Um, <laughs> I want to do... You don't have to choose now. Top three favorite albums. It can't be favorite songs. Should be favorite songs. Top three favorite songs. I'm gonna make it oh, easy. That's even worse. I need to. I need to. I need to. I need to narrow this down a little bit. I just narrowed it from a twelve fucking set into a single. No, fucking no. Song. Yeah, but an album is far easier because it's a collection of songs, no. like three favorite songs. No. I don't know. It depends you, you on what mood I'm in that Spotify day. Spotify and ask what's my favorite album. What was the music thing I tried to do that we were told I couldn't do? <laughs> I was basically music. So are we doing <laughs> music? <laughs> Or yes, album. we're doing so. Okay. Thank you all very much for listening to our four top threes multiplayer video games. Nailed it. Um, I have <laughs> this outro. Thank you so everything. much for listening. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be... Four top I, three schools? I think it was. I've forgotten what we were talking about. You distracted me with music, with song, and then albums. I'm like, yeah, but is this like album albums? Are we talking soundtracks? Because it was like... Oh. And then I just... I got... I, my brain got confused whilst I was speaking, so that's why things were a little strange. Um, thank you all so much for listening, and uh, we will catch you next time. Bye! Bye! Hi, everyone. It's V here. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Um, there was a lot of fond memories in the games we used to play as kids. Uh, I don't think there were that many modern MMOs that we mentioned, I think because we just don't have 
time anymore. Well, hopefully y'all found this enjoyable and that there are some things that you remember. And if you have any any additions that you think that should have been in our top three, then feel free to hit us up on all of our social medias. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter currently. You can email us um, and all the links are in the show notes. So go ahead, do that. Let us know what you think about our choices. You're about to hear an ad for Dungeon Dads. Uh, please go give them a listen. Uh, they seem like a nice bunch of folks. Other than that, bye. This has been a Blighthouse Studio production. Thank you for listening. Dungeon Dads is a podcast of four dads. John, Tim, Sam, and me, Tom, playing an epic game of D&D. But it's really a story of three mismatched heroes. Jonas Silverwind, a highborn wizard. I am going to cast Mage Ama. Abel Rockbrother, a wayward cleric. Tempest, will you please, in your infinite wisdom, help me to kill these men? And Phil Near Omajira, a warlock who's made a pact with a higher power. I owe it my life. Guess you had to be there. Come for the epic adventure. This army of barbarians in fur and leather, they're rushing the war wagon. Stay for the dad jokes. So, uh, <laughs> here's the whole fellas. So, quoth the queen? And 80s references. People are people, so why should it be that you two should get along so awfully? Find us at DungeonDads.com or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Hey, not bad. Uh, can we do one more take where you pretend like you actually like the show? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.